0: Today we talk about inconclusive PGT embryo biopsies. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. Like the previous weeks, we're going to be talking about PGT biopsies and Like the previous weeks, we're going to start by talking about inconclusive embryo biopsies, which are similar to no results, but a little bit of a difference. Additionally, I want to summarize PGT and talk a little bit about common questions that come up about PGT. So, we've talked about the disappointment of finding out your embryo ends up being mosaic or low DNA. In both those situations, You never got what you wanted, which was to find out if this embryo was normal. And there is another result that can occur, which is called inconclusive. And when you hear that, it feels frustrating because you feel like, wait, isn't the whole point I did this is to come to a conclusion? What's the benefit if I don't get a conclusion? And it's very similar in some ways to a mosaic embryo or a low DNA embryo because you don't have the information you want. What's interesting about this is that unlike the low DNA, where you can re if the embryo is good enough quality to be re sometimes these inconclusives do not come back any different with a re-biopsy, because there's something chaotic about the embryo that led to it being inconclusive. And so we're going to discuss that. Inconclusive is exactly what you hear. They don't have an answer. But it's not because there's no DNA. It's not because it's possibly mosaic. What it means is that whenever you're doing a test, you have to have a confidence in the results of that test. And so when they look at the data, this data can sometimes be a little bit noisy. And if it's noisy, even though they may have a result, they can't say that this result is accurate. And for that reason, they'll put it as inconclusive. Now, you may feel, well, does that mean it's definitely abnormal? Well, no, because it could be inconclusive towards normal as well. And so an inconclusive embryo is essentially saying you don't have a result. Now, the reason for an inconclusive embryo can be due to many things. It could be due to something with the cells being degraded. It could be due to the data being noisy. But in the end, we basically don't have the information to be able to tell you which embryo to put back it is truly inconclusive and you have to look at that embryo as if it just has no results now like the low dna samples you can rebobsy those embryos but just like the low dna samples we have to make sure the embryo is good enough quality otherwise you'll harm the embryo if it's a poor quality embryo and you're rebobsing it but if it's a good embryo you can rebobsy it Sometimes those embryos will come back then, showing either the normal or abnormal, but other times they will come back again inconclusive. So as you can see, it can be very frustrating when you do PGT. You can sometimes get normal results, you can get abnormal results, you can get mosaic embryos, you can get low DNA, and then you can also get inconclusive. This can even be more frustrating when you have very few embryos. If you only get one or two embryos and this comes back, then you feel like you got nothing from it. And that really leads me to the next question, which is, does it benefit you to do PGT? I think there is a fair argument to claim that PGT should be used by people 38 and above. And that's because by 38 years of age, 60% of your eggs are going to be abnormal. And so if you have a bunch of embryos, technically, it will help you figure out which is the best embryo to put back because there's a higher chance that the embryo will be abnormal than normal by age 38. But I would even make the argument that it can help everyone. As a matter of fact, if it was free, I would tell everyone to do it. Because PGT doesn't just tell you which is the best embryo to transfer. It also tells you why the transfer may have not worked. When you put back an embryo and you don't know the results of the embryo, we have to assume it was an abnormal embryo. And so that could potentially lead us down the wrong path when it comes to making changes to improve your chances. For example, when people have chest pain, we think of a heart attack. And for that reason, when you go into the emergency room, you're having chest pain, the first thing they think is heart attack. Now that may be correct most of the time, but if in the ER, they just went and treated you for a heart attack, they would miss things. But they would be so focused on the heart attack because they didn't test anything else That they would be missing other things such as GI issues that could be causing problems or even problems in the pericardium. Well, the same thing happens when you're talking about IVF. We assume the embryo is abnormal and it doesn't work. But what if there's something else going on? What if there's something wrong with your uterus? The problem is the chances of it being an abnormal embryo are so much higher that we don't focus on those things. It would cost more to do those tests than it probably would do to do the PGT testing the same thing with the ER. If we didn't test for other causes, we would be focusing on only heart problems and treating those when in reality it should be something else. So I always feel there is a benefit to doing PGT, but I also need to point out that PGT does not help you get pregnant. So what do I mean by that? What I'm saying is a PGT-tested embryo doesn't make you get more pregnant. It just helps you know which embryos are normal. If you only have two embryos and you're going to put one back at a time, eventually you're going to get to that embryo and you will get pregnant, regardless if you did PGT or not. All PGT testing is going to do is let you know that that embryo that is normal is the one on the right and not the one on the left and saves you from going through a transfer that may not work. But as I stated before, I think another benefit is if you only have those two embryos and you do a transfer with one of them and they're both normal and it doesn't work, then I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive on the changes I'm going to make because now I'm not assuming it's an abnormal embryo. Now I'm thinking, okay, could it be something wrong with the timing of the transfer? Could there be something else going on here? Versus if we didn't know the testing, we would just say, well, it's probably an abnormal embryo. And and that's what most people would do. So you can see how that can actually benefit you. As I've said before in prior podcast, if you had a choice between doing PGT or doing two IVFs, you're always going to have a better chance by doing two IVFs, because then you have more embryos and more chances. Unfortunately, one answer isn't for everyone. For some people, the stress of getting a result back as inconclusive or low DNA or mosaic can be more stressful than even not working. And so obviously you need to talk to your doctor and you have to think, what do you think is going to be the best for you? And you and your doctor can then pick the best decision for you. I would say someone who's had failed transfers should absolutely do PGT testing or someone who has severe dementia ovarian reserve because you're always going to be wondering, Why is it not working? And that piece of information can be very helpful. But keep in mind, there is the possibility you may not even get the answer with the testing and that sometimes the result isn't always just normal or abnormal, but can sometimes be a little bit in the gray area. PGD testing is amazing. It honestly has changed our industry. We've never seen pregnancy rates that we've seen now in the past. In fact, even when I went through IVF, two embryos at 28 years of age doesn't have the chances of one embryo that has been tested. The point is, PGT is definitely worthwhile doing, but on the same token, please understand there are these limitations in the results and stresses that come with these results. There is never a wrong or right. The question is what's best for you. As always... I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. If you like us, please tell people about us and give us a good review. Until next week, this is Talk About Fertility Tuesday.